Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Yo, 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 what is a beautiful people of our country? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we go any further, the worst guys have a show at Carnival City. Hey. Hey. Pandemonium is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a show at Carnival City. Uh, we are two young comedians. We, well, Riobete and myself, Malcolm, really are the faces of the event because we're the pretty ones of the worst guys, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately for you, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, um, we've got a show, a comedy show at Carnival City on the 6th of May. This is massive. We haven't even been doing comedy for a year, but we've been killing it. Hence, we've been able to get as far as we have come. So please join us on the 6th of May. Carnival City tickets at 8 p.m. Compute tickets. Ticket. Ticket pro. <laughs> that same place you got your Kevin Hart tickets. Go get the worst guys' tickets. It's going to be a hot show. We've also got a band from Bloom, local band called Simple Stories, who will be on the stage the entire time. You know, we're creating some sort of Jimmy Fallon and the Roots kind of vibe. So it's something new, something fresh. Um, yeah, come check it out with us. Come and enjoy the night because. You know, what else, what else do you have better to do if we're being honest? Okay, so back to the show. We are here. It is Wednesday. Um, the worst Wednesdays are always the best Wednesdays, if you get what no I'm doubt, saying. No, no doubt. doubt, no doubt. So I'm just here in studio with my boys, Ria Betsu and Loy. Yeah, I just want to catch up with y'all for a bit. Tell me what's been going on, Ria Betsu. What's up, dog? Far too much. It's been so, so crazy busy lately. Um, I mean, last week, starting from last week, going, going to the show that we have at Giles Restaurant uh, bi-monthly. That was an epic show. We had uh, Nobo, we had Milton, we had Dustin, you on stage as well. I was hosting. I mean, this whole comedy thing has, has picked up steam and I'm loving the direction that it's going in. And we're giving it a different flavor as well yeah. with the show on the 6th of May. Put some spice in your life. You but know there's what I'm so saying? much more to it. I mean, like... The, I mean, uh, people can actually still look out for, for music potentially that we might Oh, bring yeah, out. yeah, mean, yeah. That's I mean, uh, not forgetting your, your, your TV advert as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, so commercial soon coming well. soon. Oh, we hot guys. Can I tell you something? You might as well follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and the works because we're not going anywhere. So it's bound to happen soon enough. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at the underscore worst guys. And on Instagram, we're just the worst guys, as well as on Facebook, we're just the worst guys. If you want to join us on our conversation today, you can holler at us at 0861-555-189. I'll give you that number again, 0861-555-189. So you can talk to us on Twitter with our hashtag, I mean our um, handle, or you can speak to us on cliffcentral at cliffcentral.com. Um, so I, w- I just wanted to go to you, Lois. So what's been, what's been cracking with you, buddy, before we get into any, any, anything in the show? Oh no, it's with, uh, same old, same old. Uh, you know, I, I get under pressure when you ask me this question. Oh, why is that? I, I'm extremely boring. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, nothing's been going on. I'm sure you have something, uh, though. You just don't, yeah, uh, well, uh, oh. nothing. <laughs> just live. This is the highlight of your week as it should be yours oh, yeah. if you're listening to the show. Yeah. So, um, today we've got quite an intense topic. Not really intense, but I mean, uh, something that everybody's been talking about for a while now. Um, corruption, um, in South Africa, internationally, uh, what it is, what it, what it, what it, what it is that makes it dirty at the top? Cause I have no idea. It seems like when you're young and you're growing, you taught morals, you taught, um, the difference between good and bad, but somewhere along the way to the top, that changes. And I don't understand why. Um, so we, we, we're talking a little bit about Jacob Zuma 
Casual. Casual, always. yeah. He has to come up standard procedure. They always making features. Eh? <laughs> yeah, dude, he's the one. Um, and we'll also be talking about the Panama Papers, that whole debacle on that side. You see, because what we're trying to get across essentially is that, you know, as much as South Africa has problems, we're not the only ones with problems. You know what I'm saying? We're not the only corrupt nation that exists. You know, there's a whole lot of others. Um, but what I wanted to talk about specifically with our country and Jacob Zuma is, um, the parliament and cabinet. And when we, when we talk about Jacob Zuma beca- being impeached, um, or if he resigns, his cabinet, uh, dissolves. The, the majority of his cabinet dissolves. So I want to ask you as somebody, as part of somebody who's is, who's in Jacob Zuma's cabinet, um, and who understands that if he, uh, is impeached and your, your, your job is at risk, would you stand by Zuma when it comes to voting in parliament and say we're sticking with Jacob Zuma because, I mean, what am I going to do for work if he loses his job? Yeah, yeah. Not only that, um, as part of Jacob Zuma's cabinet, that means I'm pro-Zuma, which means that I've got... Ideally. Yeah. Ideally, it means you're pro-Zuma. But, well, I mean, his cabinet, his yeah. top cabinet is yeah. is uh, is in the Zuma camp, you yeah, know, for yeah, lack yeah. of a better term. So that means that you have benefited... Uh, in the wrong way, uh, in the past or, or as highlighted by last week's vote, um, yeah. where even Praveen Gordon voted to keep Zuma, Zuma. in instead of impeaching yeah. him. You know, and that's the whole issue is that, uh, why the only reason he hasn't been impeached yet is because it's this whole thing of, listen, if I go down, we all go down. Yeah. And yeah, I, I was reading on Times Live here. Um, the Secretary General, Gwede Mantesha, apparently says the top six are behind Jacob Zuma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the Siroma uh, Ramaphosa, you know, um, Nkosizana Zamini Zuma. Um, so he does have backing. And the backing is not more based on his ability to lead or um, his uh, strength as uh, the president, but it's more based on um, know. personal interest, personal gain. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I also think it's a thing of um, everybody's got skeletons in their closet, you know. Mm-hmm. So if he goes down, he's going to take out everybody else's skeletons, not just bringing them down, but they might go up for trial as well for whatever corruption they've been a part of. Yeah. See, this is my thing when it comes to uh, this whole Jacob Zuma saga. We all know he's the he's the least ideal leader that we have currently, or maybe not least, but I mean, there's better options out there. Um, there are better options. And the ANC is supposed to be the party that the, the the country united together with. So now we're at a point where we don't know who's better after the ANC. We don't have a party that we'd all like to be the, the ruling party. The ANC could have been that, but obviously they fucked it up so badly. Yeah. I don't even know how badly, how, how they fucked it up this badly. Yeah, quite right. And that's, that's a question you can bring up is whether we were behind, you know, Mandela and, you know, whoever it is, or were we behind, behind the, the ANC? Because by the looks of things, we were just behind, you know, the, the leaders instead of the actual party. Yes, but the leaders made the party at the time. I mean, those leaders are the leaders that I aspire to in terms of black conscious thought when you're talking about, you know, the Chris Hannes, the Steve Bikos, um, all, all of those people are indicative of what I think is the true ANC, um, the way I knew it when I was young when Mandela became the, the first democratic pres- president of the country. Um, so it's just a situation of the the leadership changing and using the fact that they had the country behind them. Because once we had reached liberation, everybody 
wanted a, democ- a democratic nation. Well, <laughs> let me not say everybody, but once yeah, we, wa- <laughs> you know, some people still desperately some want people apartheid. Some people days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Penny Sparrow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, we, 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 it's evolved now. We, we had a different place. Our leadership has changed, but now they still have the majority of the vote. And how I feel about it now is that because we are not talking about how we can improve the country in parliament, we are having infighting in parliament instead saying, no, you can't stand for this. This is dishonorable. So instead of talking about what we can do to improve the country, we still have to find out who's going to lead our country to, in order for us to use the whole parliament beneficially because now all the parliament is doing is fighting so for me it's it's similar to what julius malema said in in terms of saying that um what he's doing is illegal by uh, uh not abiding by the constitution and that's similar to apartheid very similar to apartheid they had they were the ruling party so they could implement a law like um apartheid and it, it went through because the ruling party um, made the decisions at the time so now what what do we do to stop zuma other than assassinating him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think I do know what you're saying. Um, I think it's important to note that, oh, when 90, 1994 happened, uh, that was when we drew up uh, our constitution, which, by the way, is actually uh, regarded as one of the best constitutions the in the world. The most liberal one. It's only, uh, the only constitution that grants dignity as a human. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Which is cool. Uh, so which which means, like, uh, you know, for something as, as horrific as apartheid to ever... Is happen again is almost impossible. But having said that, seeing a president, uh, basically shit on the constitution like he has, it brings into question whether we take it seriously or not. For sure. And that, that opens up many questions about our future. Because just in light of that, we could, we, the, the NC could do anything they wanted to us. They essentially are doing it, but they could, Hypothetically speaking, reverse apartheid, bring back reverse apartheid. Okay, they couldn't actually because they don't have uh, the the percentage of votes. But yeah, to change the to change the constitution. Yeah. But I mean, they could they could do something like hold. Yeah, they could do something yeah, severe because severe, of the way they're abusing their majority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know that they are unstoppable because of um, the votes that they have. But is there a solution? What do we do besides? Because I know DA gets a lot of slack, and so does Musi Mamani for constantly challenging uh, the ANC and Zuma in Parliament, even though they know the result is most likely going to be the same. Should we just sit idly by and watch as we just wait for the NC to disintegrate, or um, are the marches working? Should we be protesting? What What can we do as the the average human? Look, uh, I think. I think uh, the the most logical and the best uh, solution would be to uh, do what we're doing now currently, um, uh, which is which is uh, more more parties are are, are coming along. So uh, the, the the thing we need most is to cripple the ANC's majority. That is what we. That's the number one thing we need most. So when parties like the EFF, uh, you know, come up and unfortunately COPE didn't work out because of infighting. Yeah. But when parties like that come up, it cripples the majority because, like you said, you know, the, the the unfortunately the fact is the DA won't get those votes because they a white party, quote unquote. Yeah. So you know, a lot of black black people. Still don't trust white people. They probably never will. Yeah. You know, so, the, so I would say the solution is more EFFs to come up, uh, EFFs being more parties, more black, uh, black led parties to, to come up and. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. More black led parties. Yes. So, yeah, Cause that will cripple the ANC's majority yeah. because there's no ways, uh, 
a guy who's in his 50s and has lived in a rural area his whole life is going to change from the ANC to the DA. Okay. But it's more likely that he'll change from the ANC, ANC to, to the, the EFF. EFF. Or something else. Okay. So, but what you're saying essentially is that we're playing a waiting game. We're waiting for it to get so bad that... You know, it's well, almost self-disintegrates. Can we not? Because I think this is quite Well, unfortunately, urgent. elections are... You, you're right, it is urgent. But unfortunately, it seems like elections are our only hope. Yeah. You know, whether it's municipal or general, because we've, tri- we've tried everything. Yeah. We've, we've tried everything. What I have resume. noticed, what I've seen is that um, there are a lot of, um, you know, external parties that uh, the ruling party doesn't necessarily have control over that are influencing... Um, the, the mounting pressure on Jacob Zuma, for example, you know, the South African National Defense Force is unionizing, you know, against, uh, yeah. doing anything that represents Zuma and his leadership. And I mean, that's a big, pretty part, that's a big, pretty big part of, um, a nation's, uh, strength is its military. And if without military backing, you know, Zuma, what, what, what could Zuma really do from international, um, challenges or anything that has to do with exactly in terms of what you're saying in terms of a quick solution that 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 is the only way it will be uh you know we will get there uh like for example the the anc Gauteng branch uh, yeah kind of rallied against zuma this this week um and that's the kind of action we need if we want to see quick change quick quick change quick radical results change. Yeah. yeah so yeah, okay so anyway uh Rebezi, let me ask you if you were in government today, um, what w- what would you do? Do you think you could some succumb to the corruption? Because personally, I feel like there's so much going on, and you know, when you're in an environment where um, this is just how the system works, and you're a part of that environment, uh, you kind of get caught up in it. And if you at work, this is how work works. You you being a young guy who happens to get into um, the ANC. Are you, are you, are you involved in the corruption? Do you think you'll be that superhuman who tries to stop it and who won't accept tenders or Range Rovers that come to you for, for, for easy work? Cause personally, you know, if I get there and they're like, Mark, if you, if you keep this tender secret, it will give you two Range Rovers by the end of the month. I mean, like from taking taxis to two Range Rovers. You, you get what yeah, I'm saying? Doesn't sound yeah, too bad. That's, <laughs> that's when you become suspect, bro. Yeah, you're part of, that's what I'm saying. If you're part of the government, nah. you're complicit in the corruption unless you're physically doing something against it. So would you physically do something against it or? First would of you all, be I'll ensure that I don't even end up in politics or yes, anything. Yes, like yes. That. Hypothetically though. But hypothetically speaking, I don't, I don't think I'd, I'd be up for all of this, uh, this politics nonsense. I'd, I'd be for, you know, trying to get Zuma out. But realizing you, that it's going to take a while, it's not going to be anything that's going to happen overnight. Okay. And you have to build up the following and the backing of other people in the party as well. So you still do think there's a solid core group of people who are good-willed and good-intentioned uh, in the ANC who who want to pull Zuma down, who would be willing to rally with you, join your, your cult or whatever it may be? Look, there's no holy politician on this land. But I just yeah. think there are those that are... Far better in, in hiding it and providing to the people at the same time. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. You see, but politicians are the best at lying and hiding who they really are because they have. That's what the, they do. That's how they have the pressure to become, yeah. to pretend to be perfect no, citizens true. and they are far from just like everybody else. And I think that pressure is also pop- problematic in politics for, um. Look, my only problem is that, look, every government is corrupt. Yeah. There's, there's that something is true. Every government is corrupt, but it just has to be done in a way that it doesn't 
you know, have a negative impact on the majority of the country. Okay. Yeah. So something like the Panama Papers, which only affected the rich, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. I think maybe in the second half we can talk a little bit about the Panama Papers. But I do believe you. I think every every government is corrupt to some extent. Uh, some are better at hiding it than others. Oh, no doubt. I we, think they, we, we, we're new to the game. Why yeah, we, we yeah, we're new to the game. Give us some time. We'll get better. We'll get better. Because if you look at countries like America, you know, for me, the people who are most suspect are the cleanest. Uh, I, I don't even want to say this because I love Barack. He's never done anything to me. You know, I, every, every time I see Barack, I'm like, this guy is a champion. But that guy's a Popeye undercover. Dude, he's just way too clean. Way, way, way too clean. Undercover. Like, the only thing, okay, listen, he's, he smokes weed, he plays basketball, he's got a beautiful wife and two beautiful daughters. He kisses the Negro babies. Doug, this guy's living like some dream written by George R.R. Martin or something. It's a fantasy, right? So for me, the cleanest people are the dirtiest but a the lot of the times behind track closed doors. As well for what he's done for the country, it speaks for itself. Yeah, but Tiger Woods was an amazing golfer until they found Look. out that he's been sleeping with 200 women. So yeah, what's that got to do? But no, that's a different story. That's yeah. personal life and sport. Yes, yes. But we thought he was a good guy, married, children, yes, golfer. But, but he ruined that idea with... Uh, he he broke that personality that we were sold on. Look, the problem the problem with with corruption is well, what a lot of people forget is that it's it's primarily systemic more than an individual. Yes, that's what I was saying. If you were corrupt. in government, so that's the problem. Eighty about eighty, I would say about eighty percent of people who go into politics um, are actually good and want to do good and change and whatever. And when we look at America, for example, you know, you're saying Barack A hey, could be a little shady. Yeah, I don't and know. You may I'm, be just, right. I'm just speculating. Yeah, you, Maybe you may be right. But you see, uh, the way, the way, the way things work in America is you can't get things done, uh, whether good or bad without the approval of Congress. So mm. now, uh, you know, basically, what gets done is what Congress wants to get done, not, not necessarily what the, the president, president wants. wants. Okay. You see, and that's, that's how there's so many there's different so, yeah. layers to this corruption. It's not, it, it's systematic. The, the differ- yes, it's definitely systematic. And the difference is when you get the individuals who, who kind of, who kind of who actually go into the politics being corrupt and then they not only benefit on the systemic corruption, but then they do their own corruption, a la Jacob Zuma. <laughs> and, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that's when things spiral out of control. Because okay. if you think about it, the world is... The world, I mean, corruption is everywhere and yeah. in every country. And the world has gotten used to working with it. Mm. But now when you get when those... When it's exposed, yeah, when it's like yeah. you're rubbing it in our face. Yeah, like exactly. Just take yeah. the back seat a little bit. It's like, chill because out. the Gupta saga is obviously something that's very closely tied to Jacob Zuma. And, um, it's his yeah. first family. <laughs> it's his first family. Apparently they fled the country now. Uh, who knows what they're doing in Dubai? Maybe stashing six billion. Uh, but let me not make false accusations. I don't know. These are allegations. Maybe they are incorrect. No, there's no such thing as allegations. You can see it <laughs> happening in front <laughs> of you, smoke, but you just try. Yeah, man. I, I hated how they try and paint an image of you. No, no, no. It's just allegations. No, it's actually happening. You can see it right in front of your eyes and everybody tries to turn a blind eye to it. But that's the thing as well. A lot of people speak out, but, um, what's this now? Not a lot of people speak out and are too, like, afraid to, to stand up for it. It's just that you got a lot of passive people mm. who are for it as well. They're like, they, they, they part of, like, I would say a peanut gallery. <laughs> Commentators as opposed to actual, 
revolutionary. I mean, like, take a strike, for example. How many, how many people are saying, yeah, let's strike, let's strike, let's strike. But then you invite your friend to a strike and then he's like, yeah, no, listen, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit this one out. Should we, should we be constantly striking? Because obviously working conditions aren't, are unfair for a lot of, um, working class people. And a lot of the time we complain, the post office is always striking, pick it up is constantly striking, our city's dirty. But they have valid reasons. And I mean, what else do you do besides strike and march, etc.? It's the same thing as trying to impeach Zuma. If you're trying to go around, you know, the diplomacy and the, the, the red tape, what else can you do other than strike? Yeah, no, no doubt. And that's the thing about striking is that it's very subjective. I mean, uh, whether it's miners or the pick it up guys, which the strike just ended now. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you, you don't live, uh, the lifestyle that they have been forced to live and the reason, cause you know, for an outsider, a guy who's not one of those, in one of those occupations, it's like, oh, they're striking again. This is nonsense, you know, mm. all that. But, uh, you don't know how yeah, bad the conditions exactly. are that there's, yeah. that, that they're willing to actually go and, strike yeah, to and that yeah, extent. And, and when the facts do come out in terms of the wages and working conditions, the hours and all that, it actually turns out that they, they are, have, they yeah, have valid very, reasons very for valid what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just linking it back to the Guptas now, um, how much, how much influence do you think he really, they really have on Zuma? Like, we talk, we, we spoke about the influence on cabinet, I think, last week. Um, and what, 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 what keeps them tied with Zuma? Like, why would they, why would Zuma carry on business with them, even with this mounting pressure? Are people gonna start backing away from the Guptas? As we've seen, they, they're hiding away from media, they're running away from media. Cause myself, personally, I, I run away from, um, Gupta influenced media now as well. Like, I stopped reading the New Age, uh, newspaper, or watching NN things like ANN7. Um, cause we, we all understand the ties that they have with the government and the corruption links there. Um, internationally, do you think that if those ties were broken with Gupta, let's say they were to flee the country and never come back, would our economies improve? Would, would they be, would international investors be more inclined to invest in the country because of the lack of the, the Gupta influence? Oh, drastically. No you think that's how intense the influence yeah, of the yeah, Guptas yeah. is? Okay. Okay. In yourself, Rio so you don't think they're, what do you think about the Gupta influence? Ah, bro, they're cutting everybody's checks mm. in the government. That's why people yeah. are keeping quiet. That's yeah, why people exactly. are keeping yeah. them around. That's why, you know, they haven't gone yet. It's, it's, it's just, it's this chain, you know, of, listen, if I go down, you go down, yeah. you go down, the next guy goes down and so on. Okay. So money is an important factor in government. If we want to yeah. run our own government officially, we're going to have to find our own money. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Like the way I see it right now, it's, it's so fucked up that, it's almost like we, we've been colonized by the Gupta. They control Zuma and Zuma yeah. being our president by default, he controls us. So the Guptas control us. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. pretty much what's happening. Yeah. New slaves, new slaves. We're always going through something as a trust, uh, new South age Africa. New yeah. slaves. Ah, <laughs> good one. Um, but yeah, we, we've all, we've been through adversity as a four as a country. I love this country. We'll get out of it eventually. Yeah. And I think we'll get, time. we'll get to a place where we're first world. I really do believe I we have the resources envy, and the qualities to be the, first world. Sorry. I actually envy the, the the kids of tomorrow that are going to enjoy like a peaceful South Africa. Uh, yeah, the black kids of the yeah, future are going to kill. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're talking about the black kids yeah. that have those relaxed heads? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Monty chilling. Hey, man, hey, like, it's, it's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Okay, uh, we're just going to take a break now. I've had a really un- interesting conversation with my boys over here. Uh, yeah, just hit us up on Twitter and on Facebook or whatever. Give us a call in the second half. Uh, yeah, see you later. Cliff Central. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com. 
It's back. Are you Jawsy Tough? Cycle through tunnels, over floating bridges, and into colossal stormwater drains. You're a machine and nothing's going to stop you. With two separate routes, a 22K for beginners or a 54K for the tougher riders. Go where no mountain biker has gone before. On the 29th of May, ride the Hollard Juma. Brought to you by Adreach and Joburg City Parks and Zoo. Challenge accepted. Juma.co.za Yo, 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 you are back with the worst, guys. What's happening? What is happening? What is happening? We are back. We've been having a pretty interesting conversation talking about uh, corruption. Uh, in South Africa, mostly, we've been talking about it. Uh, but we're just going to move on to the international waters and uh, what corruption is internationally. You know, we were talking earlier about how we think South Africa is the only country with problems, but we've all, everybody's got problems, just like every country's got problems. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can call us on 0861-555-189. I'll give you that number again. It's 861 0861- Five 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 one eight nine. Let us know what you're thinking about the conversation that we are having. Yeah. So we're talking now about the Panama Papers. Uh, Lois, I know you you well well versed on this. Just tell me a little bit more about what's going on with the with the Panama Papers. Uh, okay. So essentially, um, some documents were leaked. Uh, one of the biggest, uh, uh, you know, leaks of leaks, all time. Yeah. yeah, and it just it just kind of exposed where. The top one percent, be it leaders or you know just rich guys, were quote unquote stashing their money. Okay, and that's that's kind of been what the whole debate is about. You know, it's is um is whether it's right, whether it's ethically sound or not, and um, yeah. well, what so, what should happen going forward? Okay, so the rich are looking for a way out of tax. Well, it's not tax evasion; it's tax avoidance. Yes. So this was legal, which is legal. Okay, tax avoidance is legal. Yes, okay. tax avoidance is legal. It's just frowned upon frowned upon yes so is this a case of tax avoidance yes yeah, oh, okay. in my opinion in, yes. in your opinion yeah. so you're saying uh if you were to become rich uh would this be a viable option for you and your assets oh absolutely as long absolutely. as the tax havens like panama's and the bermudas and where cayman islands whatever are are available for uh yeah. for you to you know put your money to uh, me it makes sense uh, no doubt to me it makes sense i think i'd do it as well if i was if i were rich uh just mainly because the rich do get taxed insane amounts. Um, and you do, you do make more. So you have more to contribute in terms of your society. But I think it's almost abusive to an extent where 40%, 40% of your earnings is a lot. And the richer you get, the bigger that 40% is. It can turn from four, 400,000 to 40 million, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And even though it's still 40% of what you're earning in total, 40 million is still a shitload of money yeah. that I mean, you could do a lot with. To me, it's like you getting 10% shy from all of my efforts, just from nothing, doing nothing. I'm going to just give it to you. So you're talking to the government? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and talking that's, about... And that's why, you know, these guys do that. It's because, you know, a lot of the... Because you need to remember, a lot of them are businessmen. So they're thinking about making maximum profits, or in this case, for themselves. Yeah. And, you know, paying, having to pay... 40% tax when there is a legal way to pay about 10% sad times even 5%. Mm. I mean, I, I can't think of a reason not to take it. Yeah. So, um, just because the information has been leaked now, uh, and the people know about the Panama Papers and what's been happening, 
Do you think there's going to be any change? Do you think legislation will start to shift to kind of uh, turn that into something illegal that people can be incarcerated for? Yeah, no, definitely. So, uh, for example, I'm going to use the UK and David Cameron uh, as an example. Um, he was he, his dad is invested, and he he was as well, but he took his money out uh, six years ago. Okay. So, in in the UK Parliament uh, two days ago, they were discussing making stricter rules uh, um, in terms of uh, tax havens and uh, uh, certain legislations, but only purely because of this leak and mm. because it's frowned upon, and they're getting so much heat. For example, the Icelandic Prime Minister uh, yeah. stepped down, although technically speaking, he didn't really have to. Yes, it's, it's just. I think know. we've we come to a place now where um, we don't we don't aspire to be like the rich person. The rich person is frowned upon at, at a lot of stages, you know, because they've got so much money, and I think the economic disparity is quite problematic. By the way, uh, just shout out to my boy uh, Vladimir Putin because yeah. uh, he actually, unlike these other losers, <laughs> he what he did is he. He stashed the billions around his, uh, his best friends and, uh, the, oh, a, a, a cellist, uh, uh, a famous cellist who's godfather to his kids. <laughs> yeah. So his name he's, isn't there. Yeah. His name but is people, there. <laughs> people around him are all around. Shout out to him. Shout, shout, shout out. out. That's my boy Putin. Putin is a gangster. We all know this. This is a gangster. Uh, so I was saying, uh, if you were in that position, you'd totally take advantage of something of, of, of this, um, flavor. Yeah, no doubt. Until until somebody fixes it's it's kind of like um, when a shop makes a, a a clerical error. Like for example, they're supposed to sell bananas at fifty rand and they mistake it for fifty cents, and people take advantage oh, until okay. they fix yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of like that oh, with these I tax see. havens, and yes. you take advantage of it. So eventually, they yeah. are gonna get cut. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, I'm just saying from my perspective, I w- I wonder why it's so dirty at the top. I just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't give a real reason or explanation. Why, why do you, why is it dirty to fight? Why, why do you have to, you know, get your fingers stuck in the mud in order to be, to become successful? A lot of people have, uh, successful people have backstories of, you know, dodgy shit that they did in order to get to where they wanted to be. You know, uh, even Nelson Mandela is the prime example where he's labeled a terrorist, which he was, but I mean, he wasn't just, Bombing shit up for Chies. Yeah, you know yeah. Back yeah. then he was actually the actions he was taking were, were defined necessary. as being terrorism. terrorist actions. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, that back yeah. then because he was so technically years, speaking, but. he was a terrorist. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's always there's always something. There's always a backstory. I don't know if you do. You think it's possible to make it to the top without being dirty, Rehab? Hmm. See, the thing is now. If I, when I comment on this, then when I make it to the top, then they're gonna be like, "Yeah, but he was dead." <laughs> well, yeah, but remember, when when Marx is top, he means like, yeah, I'm talking about the elite, like the, the, the elite, the like, billions, like the guys you don't even see. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I'm going. So it's the people who make decisions that we very much are unaware of, or we are aware of, but don't see it at face value. We see them in TV, in movies, in marketing, in fashion, all these things that we buy into that we. Um, I'm sure we know in the back of our minds, but we don't think about it consciously that there's people who, who own these uh, stores, people who own the designers who make the clothes that we like and who co- create a culture of capitalism and uh, of self-interest that benefits them because they'll just get richer. Um, so they use... I'd, I'd say the naivety or, um, ignorance of people to, to, to benefit themselves, to be richer, to be more powerful. Um, are you willing to do that, Riabese, as a person who's building an empire or building a career? Are you willing to, to disregard the people because 
you 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 get a benefit in the future or are you are you more humanitarian do you see yourself as a philanthropist and that everything you do is going back into the community from which you came from yeah the, obviously the latter like i'm not trying to cause see the thing is let me let me start by saying this like i feel as though people at the top don't necessarily want to help anybody up you know what i'm saying oh yeah so, absolutely um, from my point of view, what I'm saying is I'm willing to work my way all the way up with the people who are also on the same level as me and we together can build something as epic, as successful as the people on top. Why, why, why do you think people at the top are reluctant to help those at the bottom? Surely they feel that you have to work to get to a place that they're at. Should they just be giving out charity? For example, if you're a billionaire, would you, would you just be giving out charity to anybody who says, I know you have a lot of money. Give me some so I can also, uh, do what you do, but you worked for that. V- worked very hard. It's it's a similar no, argument to the Panama Papers. But at the same time, like, look, if you have that much money and you see that there's somebody who has a specific talent, who has a uh, uh, a plan, a good idea, action, plan, yeah, and you can help them out. Why not help them out? Mm. If they come to you with a business plan, for example, and say, "Listen, all I need is this. I can give you money back by this time, and then I'll be good to go." All okay. I'm looking for is just a kickstart. Give that guy a kickstart. Yeah. yeah. You see, the thing for me is that I don't think the the big man gives a shit about the little man. I see a guys exactly. in the little studio talking shit. They just like ah, they don't even know that we building a rocket ship that's going to leave when the earth implodes because that's what i think is going to happen <laughs> just, uh, just, a side note, just a side note i think when it all goes to shit the rich of the riches have a contingency plan oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. We, yeah. we did yeah we, we a, gone unless they actually they've, they've, they've built like uh, i don't know if you've seen many documentaries they've built like underground bunkers and whatever whether it's going i don't know about going off the planet but they like, built many underground bunkers for just in case Armageddon comes and yeah. you know it's you see, always the the, the top one they the ones who survive. know the most they have the most information they have the most influence question question which civil war do you think is going to come first blacks versus whites or the rich versus the poor uh i'd like to say the rich versus the yeah, poor well, that's the most the ideal one <laughs> yeah, what about blacks against blacks, actually? Cause yeah, but that's been going on, bro. Yeah, exactly. The In what, sense? what do you mean? Like, you um, know, black on black violence. Black people are killing each other just as much as white people are killing black people. But it's true, it's, but that's everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, I guess. White, yeah. yeah, but it's more, I think it's more prevalent in black communities because of the lack of financing and yeah, economy yeah. You know, that causes, you know, crime, which is violent in its, in its essence. Can I, can I be honest with you? I, I have this, um, Hate towards this thing that we have of wanting to be better than the next. We we're not helping one another. We we just need to just be better to... at being ourselves. Yes. That's what I've always believed. That as and black people, we need together. to be and working together. We say to... we are, but if we really not. think about it, we're not. We think about how we get treated at your casual checkers or McDonald's counter or or anything like that. You know. As much as I understand the perspective of, you know, the 40 year old, uh, black mama who's there, who shouldn't be there. I mean, she's 40 and she's serving me like when I go buy bread and condoms and shit and isn't like, yeah, look at this punk ass kid. He didn't even struggle no, and now he is flourishing. And you, you kind of, you, you make it work because you don't want to say you want condoms. You just, you kind of point to it. <laughs> what? It's like, no, the, the, the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. There was actually a situation at 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 um at Hard Rock. At yeah. Hard Rock, I was I, w- I went there for dinner with the mates, uh, me and four gents, right? Um, 
And then we had one white friend there, you know, the token white guy. Yeah, yeah, something similar to the worst token. We all, we all get our, we all get our food, and then the black manager comes and he sees three niggas and one white guy, and he asks that guy, "So is everything okay?" I'm like, "Hey, nigga, <laughs> hey, hey, what about me?" And that happens at restaurants as well. I feel like they, because we're black, we almost under undermined or un, uh, uh, disrespected because Till they this day. they feel like we're one of them. How do we deserve to be yeah, sitting on this side of the and table? On that note, is that then we, uh, if you're the one, you know, getting served, you kind of feel scared or bad yeah, to complain or because you know or, that your yeah, elder, for yeah, example, yeah. you and should you be know, calling and, this, this. And that's where the problem is. Is uh, you know, at the end of the day, you should you should uh, if someone's doing their job wrong or you know whatever the case may be, then it should be addressed. You yeah, know? and exactly, yeah. your customer. As much and as that's the next way, guy That's why you say Shout out white guys For all the complaints Yeah shout out Shout out to white guys Shout out Hello Peter We need We need more complaints Talking shout about white, white guys, guys. <laughs> Yeah 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 <laughs> I think you've had enough Of that Mark Control yourself Yeah 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 So you were talking About white guys Ah, uh, yeah, like the one right next to me on my right hand yeah, side. The worst token. We're talking to the worst token. He's in the building as usual. He's as white as that stuff in the pimple. Have you ever seen that <laughs> stuff in the pimple? Bro? Yeah, the it's one like... that you have to pinch out and it squeezes onto the mirror. He's that stuff as well. Yes, He's that uh, stuff guys, as well. <laughs> welcome, like from Boxburg. welcome to the show today. The worst token. The worst token. What's up, my oh, boy? What's going on? Brothers, you're right. Oh, hey. we always lack her, but. Oh, <laughs> you know, don't talk nasty about pimples, eh? Everyone's got black kids. Oh! <laughs> you see, you started, you started with your shit, boy. Sorry, but we're just gonna, we're just gonna go into a little bit of what we were talking about earlier on the show, Token. Tell me, tell me about corruption. What do you think about what's happening in the country internationally when it comes to, to corruption? Yeah, I think uh, we must also just bear in mind that we've got really negative connotations in words like corruption, money laundering, fraud, possibly even tax evasion and avoidance. Those are very negative words. I think we should maybe change the way we speak. Let's call it financial mitigation, rather. <laughs> okay. Financial mitigation. I think that sounds a lot better, you know, as opposed to just saying, yo, I, I got hooked for a bit of tax evasion, <laughs> saying, yo, I'm in court for a little bit of financial mitigation. But I mean, your people are still, the rich people are still going to jail. Your boys are going to get raped by our homies there in prison. But what are you going to do about that? Like, Papa you guys Vakfa. need to find a way out. <laughs> Papa Vachva, yo. That's all you got to have the Cayman Island stash, eh, but <laughs> You've always got to, you've always got a plan. You got to have the Cayman. But, uh, I don't think we have to worry too much about actually from our perspective to have these things because we're already putting all our taxes in to Nkondla. Yeah. So we have our, uh, our investments already. Yeah. yeah, you do have your investments. You guys have Touché. built quite an empire. Yeah. If you ask me, we're pretty fucked because we're playing catch up of like 400 years. So you guys obviously have won on that side, but we're going to try catch <laughs> you as black people were talking. We're going to try build each other. We're going to, cause there's lots of us. So, you know, we might just end up, you know, I don't know. You know, I feel we actually need people like you so that you guys can go fight and then and, and destroy that whole Gupta situation while we try and fight the battle between you guys. I want to know who's, uh, whose airplane he was using. Was it their plane? <laughs> was know. it a Zupta plane? Probably, because yeah. they have the money. 
But I mean, you probably borrowed it from your dad. Doesn't your dad have that kind of money? I wanted to use it this weekend to go to Cape Town. Oh, is it? You just fucked up your plans. And this thing was sitting in India. I mean, what the fuck, Oaks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's how corruption works. I mean, I know you guys aren't corrupt at all, you white people. No, not, eh? Yeah, you guys, guess you got to learn a little bit, you know. You got to learn from different cultures. You got to find out how Oaks doing it on the outside. Yeah. It's not always check accounts and tax evasion. Yeah. I mean, money laundering. What's that word? Mitigation. Investigation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, tell me for you, who do you, who do you think is the cleanest O who can run the country? Who's, who's the, who's the guy? Who's the main O? Oh, Mark, eh? I've been doing a bit of research on the Panama Papers. Yeah. Because it's implicating a lot of international people. So yeah. we are going to have to look outside our borders for a proper leader. Okay. Because I so we, there's no one in South Africa I don't available. Think so, Absolutely eh? no, no one. No, I don't think so. And I think, do you uh, still wish maybe Eugene de Blanche was alive? Because I know. Two kids didn't top him out there in the bush, eh? <laughs> no, you'd have a leader that you'd love. At least. To say, I mean, at least the shorts and the horse came standard with that, okay? I always knew where you're standing with him, which was yeah. about, about two feet lower than where he was, but yeah. it was alright, eh? Oh, okay, cool. So tell me, uh, who would you go for internationally? I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see um, uh, Seb Blatter's name, eh? On oh, that, uh, on was that he, Panama Papers list. I so didn't I mean, see it either. So he wasn't there. He has not, to be involved somehow. He's not. Uh, he's not corrupt, eh? Oh, he's not corrupt. No. So he's no, the one he's who should come rule the country. Cool. I'm not a big soccer fan, eh? But I mean, I'm sure you he, know he's clean. He's run a big business. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. FIFA is obviously one of the cleanest foundations that exist and out there. And obviously, they vote people in and out there, and he's been in there, yeah. so obviously he knows what he's doing. Like he keeps st- sticking around. So what would you do if you were in Parliament as the token? What do you do? What, how did you? How do? You, how would you just dis, dis, uh, uh, integrate the, 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 the party Oh I would have had An absolute jaw hey? yeah. In that parliament <laughs> It was such At first I would have Also had a nap Because I'm usually quite, <laughs> I'm quite, I think that's Standard procedure I'm in quite the, busy uh, Be the careful And Zosie will call you out And <laughs> Zosie will call you out boy. <laughs> You see, he I've, will call I've you just out. time traveled back into 1970 with that soundtrack right there. What yeah. was that? <laughs> no, we just talk about it, Josie. That was the soundtrack to Django, you know, that's how we're <laughs> feeling these days. How many slaves do you want to kill, Token? <laughs> 7,000. I don't have any ships, bro. 8,000. Yeah, but I'm sure you've got, uh, you know, chamber, chambers to hide us in. And <laughs> you see, can you, actually, before we go into that, can you dance, Rick? Can you do any dance move, Token? Uh, yeah, I can, uh, I can do a bit of a, what's that thing when you, uh, Zulu dances, eh, when you? Gambu dancing. Gambu dancing. That's no, not a Zulu dance. Oh, you're talking about? <laughs> okay. Hey, man. Oh, but somebody mentioned miners earlier as well. Yeah. Oh, so you are, you're I all can, about that. I can do that. So I can do the you mining see, dance, eh? The thing is, cause the reason why I asked is because I, I've, I've been struggling with why black people know how to dance and white people, why they don't know how to dance. I can but smell it. I, I think, can smell the reason. Can you, can you smell the I reason? I think it's because you guys have never had to express really. You guys haven't tasted any struggle or oppression. And you know, we've been needing to express ourselves. You see, I imagine myself like in the ship, locked up in chains, you know, trying to move around. And no, that's where I got the rhythm of the that, ocean, the motion of the ocean, baby. Wouldn't you then be better at swimming, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you spend so much time on the ocean. Oh, yeah, uh, point. You so, see, yeah. the thing is, I was inside. My friends are the ones who got thrown into the bottom because there wasn't enough space on the ship. Uh, but I was inside trying to, trying to hustle my way out. The actual reason is because guilty feet ain't got no rhythm. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I was, I was, I was asking you, Token, what is it like as you're, you're, you're a white guy in South Africa? Your day to day, where do you go? What places do you feel safe in? 
what places do you feel unsafe <laughs> in in Johannesburg? Because you you're from Johannesburg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born and bred, eh? Yeah. Uh, East Rand side. So tell know? me, tell me the, the typical day in the white guy's life in this oh, in this city. Typical day, like my kind of white guy, or like one of those oaks who work in Santon, though. Uh, your kind of white guy, your boys, your homies. That you eh? wait. Where do your homies work? Are you not a Santon boychi? No, what kind of? No, I just pass through there every now and then for a yeah. haircut. I can't just see I've got my <laughs> yeah, Santon cut Probably cost you two hundred <laughs> rand, bro. Because I know you guys. Like, two hundred twenty-five. Are you serious, yeah, dude? If my haircut costs more than twenty rand, I'm livid. Yo, it's, but you don't have that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what they say. It's easy though, because you just use the clipper and then it's all gone, man. I must say that a very large part of my day is bitching and moaning yeah, and yeah, complaining. Yeah. Casual. It, yeah, 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 that's we, what you guys do best. We, we have to, otherwise who's going to complain? <laughs> yeah, true. Just, we have to do it, but say, Like, serious. I kid you not, there was this woman <laughs> came to me at work saying, yeah, no, I have a list of uh, complaints today. At least uh, that's off my list. I'm like, this woman... Yeah, she actually has a list. She, she, she worked on it like... Uh, She's like, today's going to be my complaining day. She Don't printed the, the, the list out. Well, and, uh, so you yeah. have to plan your day. You have to plan your complaints. You can't just walk in randomly and then you're busy complaining and then you get flouted. Yeah. yeah. You see, that's why I love seeing when taxi drivers cut off the seasons <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the middle yeah. of the road. <laughs> Calling Talk Radio 702 like... Fucking John Robbie can do anything I, I, about I love it. seeing the motion uh, from the, the, the lady's hand going all the way to the steering wheel it's to like, hoot. And then the middle finger always comes up. Oh, yeah. The middle finger oh, always yeah. comes up. But you and, know then, and then uh, everyone in the taxi just laughs. Oh. Uh, yeah, we all know we Priceless. laugh at you on the inside. We've been saying this. I mean, the complaints by white people, I mean, they're valid because they are fucking up the rules of the road. But I mean, like, what else... What that's else are we, we supposed to do? We need you. So, we need that's what we need, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Other than just complaining, what you also have to learn to do is to learn to drive like the taxis. Yo, is that what that's you That's what do? I've done. Now. Yeah. Oh, so, so you're driving on pavements. They you cut stopping, me off. Just I cut them hazards. off. They swear more at me than what I swear at them. Ah, you see, yeah. you're that, learning. Yes, that this is, is what it's all about. progressive driving. Yeah, that is exactly what it's all about. Okay, we're just about to wrap up. You just heard it here from the worst token. Now we're in the building with the rest of us. We're just going to catch you up with what the worst guys are up to in the future coming weeks. Uh, firstly, we have Assured Carnival City that we spoke about Sixth in the beginning of, of the show. 6th of May, guys, get everybody there. We'll also be organizing transport from Monte Casino to Carnival City and back. So there's no need to bitch and moan about how <laughs> far it is. Cause I know a lot of y'all yeah, are gonna use that as an excuse. And we just, cold, elu- it's <laughs> hey, you know, Petra just went up. Uh, and, yeah, uh, you see. Yeah. So no more bullshit excuses. We're organizing a bus to Carnival City. Come, myself and Rio Business Cecilia are the headliners. Another one of the worst guys, Soman Lantuli, will also be doing a poem. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a great stories. night. Simple Stories is a great local up and coming band that will be on the stage. So that is the 6th of May. Please go to Compu Ticket, get the ticket. It costs 120 Rand. I mean, that's, it's a steal at 120 Rand for what you'll be getting. Honestly, it is. I'm not going to even lie. What we have in store for you is something like you've never seen before. <laughs> yeah. South Africa, prepare to prepare be yourselves. Um, and then Are also, <laughs> also we have another show at Giles Restaurant where we host comedy every first and last Wednesday, Thursday of the month. No, so no, no, the no, next no, no, Thursday no. is uh, the 21st. That is on we- uh, Thursday, the 21st of April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our next show. We had our first show that we spoke about earlier on the 7th. So yeah, this week we could give it a skip, but I mean, you could always listen to the podcast just so that you, you get your fill of the worst guys. We always, yeah, we always here for you. Like we've said, uh, what else, what else do we have going on? 
besides that, uh, nothing else. But you can nothing keep else. up with everything that we are doing on the Worst Guys page on Facebook. That is The Worst Guys. On Instagram, on The Worst Guys. And then on Twitter where you'll see us uploading almost... You know, instantaneously yeah. for everybody who wants to keep up with us. That's the underscore worst guys. Yeah. So hit us up, man. Let us know what's going on and come to Carnival City. It's the road to Carnival City. Oh, yes. You can also catch me, myself, Malcolm Lily at the Bannister tonight in Bramfontein. I'll be doing some comedy there with some comedy champions. Yeah, man. We're always around. So find the worst guys. Join us on this road to Carnival City. And it's been awesome chatting with you guys. Yeah. We out. Peace. Oh, yeah, we're. Cliff Central Revolution. I've got something important to tell you. CliffCentral.com.